anything and everything. Do you ever wonder how to? Do you ever wonder why? About anything and everything. Then Doris is your guy. Anything and everything will open your mind. Anything and everything with Doris. Anything and everything with Doris is online. Remember. Remember. Anything and everything with Doris. You are listening to Anything and Everything with Doris podcast. Hi, everyone. How has your week been? Mine's been busy, too. And my poor husband stuck out in Wyoming in the middle of that stupid snowstorm. Meanwhile, I'm nice and cozy here in Louisiana with 79 degree weather today. And don't feel sorry that it's hot here because next week it's going to go to 72, 73 and I'm going to be in heaven. Well, let me tell you. I am really amazed at the mail from the last blogging podcast that we did on Mardi Gras Relief. Y'all really did enjoy that. And I'm getting like, hurry up with the plague away. We can't wait to try the plague away. So guess what? That's what we're going to do this week. We're going to do the plague away recipe. Out of all the products that I create, plague away is the most requested. Now I call it products, but I do not sell them. These are things that I make for my own personal care and household use. And I make them because that way I know exactly what's in them. But I also have friends when they come in, they're like, wow, I love that smell. What is that? And so then I start talking about it. And they're like, well, gee, could you make me some? I'll even pay you. That's not me. I don't want to charge my friends and I'm not in it to make money. So what I do is whenever I make my own, Batch is usually big, the recipes that I do. So what I'll do is I'll have stuff left over and then I'll bottle it up and I'll send it to a couple of friends at a time. They much appreciate it, you know. They'll even call me sometimes and say, you know what, I really didn't want to get into essential oils, but I really want to make that recipe. And so I'll send it to them and they'll buy just that stuff just to make that, even though they don't want to make anything else. So it's a pretty popular recipe that I have, and I can't wait to share it with you today. Now, when I began using essential oils, there were so many proprietary blends from other companies, and they would call it like thieves or four thieves and so forth. And it protected you during the flu season. Now, proprietary blends can be quite expensive. So for me, I prefer to make it myself. But what I wanted to know was, okay, so this is about healing and cleansing. So where did the name thieves come from? How do you come up with a name of thieves? Here we go. The nerd in me went to researching and I found a story from the era of the bubonic plague. And the legend goes like this. During the bubonic plague, there were these peddlers that went from town to town selling various types of herbs and spices. But business was not doing very well since their would-be customers were dying off. Now, this plague, of course, was highly contagious and fatal. So why would anybody want to risk themselves going into these homes to steal from these people, right? But that's what they did. They had to make a living, too. They couldn't sell what they had. So the next best thing in their mind is, well, we're just, they're dead. They don't need these items. We'll go get them and we can sell them later. Now, 
Could you imagine going into a town where the plague is hit and people are dying left and right? People were dropping dead in the streets. They were dying in their homes. Death was everywhere. Could you imagine the smell? So I believe that what they did is they put all these herbs and spices all over them just so that they would be able to tolerate the scent, the well, the smell of death while they were in there robbing these deceased people. So what happens is they get caught, they wind up in court, and the judge says, I'm willing to lessen your sentence if you're able to tell me how is it you were able to hang around all that death and still be here to talk to me about it. So of course, they told him, well, all we did was we rubbed the herbs and spices all over us before we went into the homes. And um, if and it actually makes sense if you think about it, because you ever Google, go ahead and Google the bubonic plague and Google a doctor's costume or uniform back in that day. They would wear leather, leather shoes, boots, a leather cape. It covered their arms, their neck, their whole body was covered. And then they had this spooky looking bird-like mask. It was a mask that had this beak that stuck out. Well, the purpose for that beak was they would stuff herbs and spices into that beak so that it was filtering the air that they were breathing. Mask the scent of death and filtered the air. It actually purified the air, preventing them from getting the plague. So it would make sense that what the salesmen were doing was preventing them from getting ill as well. Now, no one really knows for sure the exact herbs and spices that prevented them from getting the plague, but much research has been done on herbs and spices, and many believe it's likely that a few were potent enough to protect the peddlers and physicians from getting ill. Now, here's a short list. You got clove, rosemary, cinnamon, eucalyptus, orange, lemon, sage, garlic, and possibly a few others. Now, I picked about five of these ingredients to blend together, but you can easily create your own with whatever blend you want. I even made it easy for me to remember the ingredients with the acronym of C-O-R-E, CORE. CORE is for clove, cinnamon, orange, rosemary, and eucalyptus. Now, sometimes I will replace orange for lemon if I'm using it as a disinfectant or I just want to change up the scent a little bit. But I don't use them together. I either do the orange or the lemon. Now, when it comes to antioxidants, they are scored as an ORAC score. Clove essential oil is the highest with a score of 1,078,700 per 100 grams. So that's why I chose clove as my top ingredient. Clove has shown to possess antifungal and antimicrobial properties. It boosts the immune system, it protects the liver, and it aids in digestive health. It's also known for for preserving bone quality and as an anti-mutagenic. 
Cinnamon essential oil is another ingredient just as important as the clove. It has antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral, antimicrobial, and antiseptic properties. And it's also known for detoxing the body from parasites. Now, oil from orange peel contains D-limonene, which supports healthy inflammation responses, metabolic function, antiseptic, antispasmodic, antidepressant, as well as cleansing and freshening the air. Rosemary essential oil supports healthy brain function, hormone balance, anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, a pain reliever, protector of the immune system, detoxifies the body, and stimulates circulation. Eucalyptus essential oil supports the digestive system and the respiratory, uh, decreases mucus production. It's an anti-inflammatory, antispasmodic, decongestant, deodorant, antiseptic, and antibacterial. And lemon essential oil has two major compounds, limonene and B-pinene. They work together as a natural antimicrobial agent, which is why you find it in many cleaners. It also acts as an anti-inflammatory and has antibacterial and antioxidant properties, boosting the immune system. So that's why I use those five ingredients. And here's how you do it. The first thing you want to do is you want to make a base. Now I take a glass brown, which is amber, or a blue cobalt dropper bottle. You can get the little two ounce or four ounces, and I make a base. And the first thing I do is I take 40 drops of clove, 20 drops of cinnamon, 35 drops of orange or lemon, 10 drops of rosemary, and 15 drops of eucalyptus. Now, once I've put those drops in there, then I invert bottle up and down. I don't shake it. I just invert it up and down, back and forth like three or four times, and it's well blended. And then I keep it like that. Now, when I want to use it, I'll take the same type of bottle, except this time it'll have a sprayer on it. It won't be a dropper type. And I will fill that bottle up. And then I'll add about four to five drops from my base recipe. And then that you can shake up. And then I use that just like you would Lysol. I either spray it in the air and it's purifying the air. I'll spray it on the bedding or I'll spray it on the table or the appliances or whatever. Wipe down. It works just as good as Lysol. Smells better. No toxic fumes. Nothing like that. Now, When you're going to put it in the spray bottle, here's what you want to do. If you're going to use water, make sure you use that that entire bottle within a two-week period because water will grow a bacteria in it. So unless it's a last resort, I won't make something like that with water. I'm either going to use witch hazel or vodka. Now, I prefer vodka. And I use Everclear, but not everywhere can you find Everclear. The reason I use Everclear is it's the highest proof vodka there is. But as long as you use an 80 proof or higher vodka, you're good. 
Now, if you're going to use it with witch hazel or vodka, sit on your shelf for however long you need it to sit. Essential oils basically will last for years if you properly store them. Another great reason for making your own product is so that you can control the amount of your scent. You can adjust the ingredients above to what smells best to you. Just remember that with stronger scents, you may use less so it doesn't overpower the weaker scent. When I'm trying out a new recipe, first time around, I'll make it just as it's given to me. And if I like it, I keep it that way. And if I don't like it, I'll tweak it a little bit to how I like it. However you want to do it, use as many drops as you want of each. It does, you know, it's up to you what you like, but this is what I use for my base. And when I add it to a four ounce bottle of vodka or witch hazel, I only put about four, no more than five drops. You could probably get away with two or three. But some people, they might want a much stronger scent. They might put 10, you know, or maybe you're using a bigger bottle. Maybe you want to put it in an eight ounce bottle. So then you might use a little more. But the good news is you can make it as weak or strong as you like. And it's going to last you provided that you're using vodka or witch hazel. And that's it. Simple, quick, not too expensive once you have all the ingredients. And essential oils stored properly will last you for years. This recipe can also be found on my blog at www.yappistudio.com. And to learn more about these ingredients, check out the references below. This episode is brought to you by Affordable Creations. And that's our show. Thanks for listening. And until we meet again, enjoy every day to its fullest. God bless. For comments or questions, you can reach us by email at yappy at post.com. Also, check us out on Twitter at Dorisi and our Facebook pages at Yappy Studio or Louisiana Entertainment Association. Anything and Everything with Doris is produced by Your Own Production Incorporated and comes out every week. So come on back and feel free to add us to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Pod, and our favorite Podbean. All links are found in our show notes below.